We're about to light up season three of Drifter's Sympathy on Feral Audio. Episode one is called Dawn of Individuation, which rolls the clock back to right when you decide who you want to be and the kinds of early decisions that, for better or worse, completely mold the rest of the shape of your life. Episode two is going to be called Loner Legends, sort of an attempt to define who the underdog really is and their role in history and culture and art. Season three drops on October 23rd. This is Emil Amos. Check out Drifter Sympathy on feralaudio.com. Party, the world's premier crypto psychology show. I'm your host, Southern California's leading psychic, Bria Grant. And I'm your other host, Zane Grant, professor of occult studies at University of Wu. Where's that? It's in China. Oh, University of Wu. I get it. I get it. W-U. Yeah. It's, it's Constance Wu's hometown university. Yes. And she owns it. Correct. That's what she did before she was a television star. Mm-hmm. It's hot in this room now. I was cold when I came in. Hey, we have a guest today. Our guest is Brad Gage. Ooh. Hey, guys. Oh, hey. Hey, how's it going? I'm, I'm fantastic. Oh, yeah? <laughs> thanks for coming in. Thank you guys so much for having me and helping me out. Oh, yeah. Today. Oh. You, well, thanks for coming to Burbank on a Wednesday morning. It's it, it's my favorite place actually, Burbank. Is it? Yeah, yeah, because it's uh, it's it's got all the cartoon characters. Sure. They live here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the in the water tower. Oh, they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then all the stars live on the side of the Warner Brothers building. Yeah. Like it's like oh, there's the people from uh, Vampire Diaries. My favorite shows. Yeah, all your favorite shows. Mike and Molly. Mike and Molly. Um, Mysteries of Laura. I don't know. If There's that's... so many mysteries that she, she has. She just has so many mysteries. And yeah, every week they solve one. And a lot of turtlenecks. Oh, she does have a lot of them. For sure. For have, sure. You, have you seen that show about that woman who solves crimes from her mind? I'm sorry. Do the crimes happen in her mind? No, she goes into other people's minds. Mind uh, crime. Mind crime? Oh. this Medium? No. It begins with an S. Mm, this is a... This is a fun podcast, query. <laughs> uh, listeners, if it's, you know the mind crime show that begins with an S. Some woman, and she's like, plugs into the memories of the space. Oh, 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 Hannibal. <laughs> no? You're not even listening. <laughs> I'm usually good at that game. Don't Hannibal, know it. He, he plugs in, he comes in, he's like, I feel it. I feel what's happening. And then he sees how he would have committed this murder. Yeah, that's what yeah. About. and then there's a woman there who also helps him, and that's mm. the show. That's what you're talking about. Hannibal. Nope. Hannibal. Hannibal. Um, Brad, uh, just so our listeners at home like can know some things about you, tell them, um, you know, so, one little tidbit about you. Also, um, what your favorite cartoon character is, and um, who your first kiss was. <laughs> Apparently that's going to be a regular show. We're question. getting deep right yeah, off really the bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little tidbit about me: uh, I do comedy, but 
I play drums. What? And uh, mm. that that's what I tell people to let them know that I was cool in high school. What kind of comedy do you do and what kind of drums do you play? Uh, I do stand-up and sketch comedy. Uh-huh. And I play, uh, I grew up playing a, a, like a five-piece kit. Yeah, sure. Percussion plus. Uh-huh. Never, like a- I never got a better drum kit than that. Like a DW? No, that that's a better drum kit. Oh, I okay. just I stuck with the piece Stuff of trash it. that I started with. Okay. And then okay. sold it to move out to Los Angeles. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. I gave mine away when I I also played drums oh, in high school. Oh. And I gave mine away to someone and I said, "But if I ever move back to Austin, I want it back." So we could start a a blue person type group. Yeah, an all drum band. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But why are we blue? Oh, like Blue Man Group. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying when we play drums. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm Because it, there. does it, are they all men? They, they are. are all men. They have to be men. You have to be a man with a shaved head? I don't, think, I don't think you have to have a shaved head. I think maybe those are caps, but maybe. <gasps> oh, what you're saying is probably true. That's probably <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then my first kiss. Yeah. Um, her name was Melissa. Oh, How did she kiss? Sounds like a bitch. No, she was she great. She sounds like a bitch. She was, we knew each other because was of the Melissa musicals. Runyon? Oh, because of musicals. You loved musicals? I, I was, I was into them. You were into drums and musicals. Yeah, yeah, I was a musical So would you kid. say that you were like really like an undesirable person to date in high school? <laughs> I really was. And just through, just kept, it just kept going. It didn't stop. It didn't ever stop. It yeah. didn't ever stop. So you've always been kind of like a, an undesirable. Ah, uh, yeah. Bottom of the food chain. Yeah, but that's, you. that's where, this is where they all come. <laughs> Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Right here, the city of dreams. <laughs> how where small, the undesirables can get beautiful women. How small women. was her tongue? Mm. Uh, it seemed like she was pretty tall. So for her height, uh, it was, uh, it, it's, it was a normal sized tongue. For her height, it was a normal sized yeah, tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for, you know, she was taller than me. So for, it was like, it was larger than my tongue. So oh. basketball player? Could have been. <laughs> she, I don't think she was. She's a model? She could have been. Uh, you yeah, seem like the kind of guy who'd date a basketball player. <laughs> I like him a little sporty, uh-huh. and I like to roughhouse. Oh, do you? Yeah, and, uh, you know, yeah, when box like, out. You seem like someone where I'm like, he looks sporty in those pink <laughs> pants. <laughs> hey, these are... These are these are reddish. They're like burnt pink. They're, bur- they're burnt pink. That's, yeah, that's what true. it is. I don't know what Salmon? Salmon? <clears throat> um, yeah, a little salmon. A little salmon. Not salmon. All colorblind. Oh. Um, all right. Well, Brad, you have a problem that you want to talk to us about, but and we're going to get to that. Yes. But first, um, we need to go through this week's paranormal news stories. Welcome to the show. I've already forgotten what we should call you. <laughs> news gal Sid. News gal Sid. News gal Sid. Welcome to the show, news gal Sid. Thanks. Here we go. Ghost hunters find woman's body at haunted hospital, Vicksburg, Mississippi. A team of ghost hunters found the body of a missing woman on Sunday as they explored the old Kun Memorial State Hospital in Vicksburg, a site known to be one of Mississippi's most haunted. Vicksburg Police Chief Walter Armstrong said Sharon Wilson, 69, appeared to have trauma to her head. Witnesses said her body was found outside Kun Hospital, but blood trails indicated she had been inside. Two men, Akeem McLeod, 20, and Raphael McLeod, 33, have been taken into custody, but Armstrong said they have not been charged yet. Warren County Sheriff Martin Pace said his office was alerted to the body when a group of people came to the sheriff's office. Sergeant Jason Bayless was working on shift reports and talked with the group who told him that they had been at Cunn Hospital. 
They told Bayless that they knew they probably weren't supposed to be out there, but they had found a body and wanted to report it. Inside of Khan Hospital is a dark maze of rooms full of debris. Many of the walls are spray-painted, and many of them have fallen down. It is nationally and internationally known as a hotspot of paranormal activity, with many paranormal groups coming to investigate apparitions and electronic voice phenomena recorded there. Here's the thing. The real story is, did they find this? They found, so they found this woman's dead body in a place where you find a lot of ghosts. The real story, or my real question is, did they find her ghost? Because they're ghost hunters. They found a body. What a bunch of terrible ghost hunters mm. if they found a body instead of finding this woman's ghost, yeah. who clearly is probably around somewhere looking for a way out of this maze of spray-painted rooms. That's not their job. Their job is not to find bodies. No. No. Right. Terrible ghost hunters. They're really bad. Terrible ghost hunters. They took them into custody, which I'm glad about, for just violating the rules of ghost hunting. Like if you're gonna be if you're gonna be out there saying proclaiming that you're gonna be a ghost hunter and all you're doing is finding bodies, uh, why don't you just go to a morgue? You know? Mm-hmm. Then you found a body. Great. You can go Great. to a graveyard, found it. Sounds like you have a future in forensics. Yeah, you've not you're no longer you're not doing a good job of hunting ghosts. No. And this woman's body's out there looking for her, you know, her solution to get past this world, or her, her, her spirit is, and he's, and they're not helping. What a bunch of non-helpful people over there in Vicksburg, Mississippi. Did, did, it didn't say that she was like murdered, right? Well, yeah, they it took those two she guys was murdered. into custody. Then she was they took murdered. Someone two else guys dragged into this into custody. Yeah, dragged into this hospital. Akeem and Raphael. She had some head wounds. Did they? Akeem. Maybe somebody like messed up. And we're new in town, and we're like, let's take her to the hospital. Oh, and then oops, to the to the ghost hospital. Wrong instead. one. Mm-hmm. I wonder why nobody's here. Well, just leave her. Leave her. Yeah, because that's 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 gonna. Yeah, if you're at a hospital and it turns out it's not a real hospital, just leave whoever you have with you Man. right there in the Somebody's front. Pulling it's like a, a baby drop off. You know these <laughs> when you have a baby and then you don't want it, and you can just take it to the hospital and surrender it, and they don't ask you any questions. Yeah, and fire stations. I fire I've stations heard. too. Yes. But I just hope when people do that, they put it in like a cute basket, you know, like a little bat, like like in cartoons where someone drops off a baby on the front porch. Well, you got you got to give the baby like a piece of like a blanket or something mm. that they can keep with them forever. Yeah, and, 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 and be the like, memory when I was of dropped off, this is the only thing I have from my. Yeah. And then they go and find their birth mother. Oh, and because she's wearing a dress made of the same material. Oh, that's true. Still, she's yeah. still wearing. it. Oh yeah. Do you want to write a script? <laughs> Should we write a script together? I think we just made a script. I think we just, we just I'm made selling a script, that to baby. Hollywood, guys. Hollywood's coming <laughs> knocking down the doors for that one. Ooh, I like it. My concern is conspiracy all the way to the top. How did an Italian meet a Muslim? <laughs> <laughs> With those names? And what are their names? Cloud Irish, Akeem McLeod, and Raphael McLeod. Yeah, they're Irish Muslims, but they're not <laughs> Italian Muslims. <laughs> In Mississippi, of all places, too. Let's keep that in mind. Yeah. Pittsburgh, Mississippi. There's a really high-level conspiracy going on here. That's true. You think his name is Hakeem? Maybe just his parents really liked the basketball player, oh, Hakeem yeah, Olajuwon. Sure. Yeah. Perhaps. Is that guy from the 90s or something? Yeah. You do know about sports, then. Yeah. All right, you knew, you knew it. All right. Next news story. <laughs> Baby shark falls from sky into family's yard. Virginia Beach, Virginia. In the Sharknado movies, a freak storm picks up man-eating sharks and tosses them onto land to devour innocent people. I like any news story that starts with, with a reference to a Sharknado movie. 
It's absurd because sharks don't fall from the sky. But last Friday in Virginia Beach, that actually happened. <laughs> this could be the shark house, but hopefully not too many more will be falling from the sky. Sue Bowser. The kids found it, and they came upstairs, and they were real excited and said, We found a shark. <laughs> <laughs> Doubting the kids, she soon found out it was no joke. Bowser said the 13-inch baby shark fell from the grips of a large bird high above the trees. It was dead when it landed on a concrete slab next to a small pond in the backyard. Bowser tucked it away in a freezer bag in the garage, right next to her homemade applesauce. I'd like to preserve the shark because a lot of people have asked about it, and I think it's just so unique, Bowser said. I just have to say, kids, your mom is a fucking badass. <laughs> <laughs> that lady put it in a bag. And put it next to, first of all, she makes homemade applesauce. And that's really cool. American badass. You know, if you're yeah. just like, you know, my mom's pretty cool. She makes apple pie. Yeah, mine makes applesauce. Rad. Super rad. It's easier to make applesauce than apple pie. Is it? Do you feel like? You have to grind a lot of apples. And probably, for you make one apple pie, it probably is like, what, eight apples? Applesauce, that's like, you're talking like ten apples for a jar. An apple pie is just a pie filled with applesauce. So it is just, not. <laughs> you just make, you make the applesauce. She just grossed Sid out. She hated it. You make applesauce. She did that. Cool. Then you got to make the crust. This woman is making the crust and the applesauce to make a pie. Nobody makes their own crust. Nobody. Makes Nobody crust. does. No, you just go Kiki buy frozen. Does. You go buy Kiki. What? Kiki also would probably put a shark in her freezer <laughs> next to her frozen, yeah. non-frozen crusts. What did she say at the end? She thinks that it's unique? Yeah. She thinks it's really unique, and this people kept wanting to come see it. Yeah. So she just put it in the freezer next to the applesauce, and then when people come over, the one little bit that was just further down the article is they've they've nicknamed it Sharky. <laughs> Great nickname. <laughs> I think, um, look, this isn't exactly paranormal, but this is a good example of, like, how to be a badass mom yeah. and like what to do when something weird happens. Let's say your kids find any number of things, a severed hand, um, freezer, a, a find, put it in the freezer. Mm. Yeah, for sure. A severed hand. You, you put that in their freezer, like some old eyeballs, put them in your freezer, like a baby, anything, crocodile, pig, the kind that you, um, uh, you know, dissect on in mm. junior high school, like one of those old fetal pigs. Are they old? <laughs> they're like old because they're like in like Let's hope they're old, yeah. Yeah, like an old yeah. fetal pig. Put that in the freezer because people may want to see it when they come over. Why does it make it better if it's old? <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope it's old. I would hate to have a pig that died within my lifetime be cut yeah. open on a it's high sad. schooler's table. It's like I'm perfectly fine with displaying a mummy from years of ancient past. But please don't bring me a mummy from... Last month or a couple of years ago. It's disturbing. Today, class, we're going to be uh, dissecting um, a very new Frankenstein. <laughs> he was made very recently. He died in a horrible accident. It was a very bad lightning storm that day. So instead of becoming alive, he just he, he became dead. That's an easy dissection. Is because, it? Uh, well, because he's put he's together a part... <laughs> So you can just kind of pull them apart, you like just kinda, like you pulled just pork. Rip right at the seams. Oh yeah, right at the seams. You just find you find the thread. Mm -hmm. You just pull, pull it, right and apart. You know, but the it fun just thing about this Frankenstein is that, like the fetal pigs from high school, he is pregnant. Whoa! Remember they were pregnant sometimes. That's really complicated. Frankenstein's were pregnant sometimes. Uh, the the pigs, but yeah, yeah. The, sometimes the Frankenstein's are pregnant. Sometimes you open hey. them up. 
There's a little baby Frankenstein Whoa. in there. It's just like it's like one of those doll things that go inside. Has no each one other. done that as a movie? We uh, just wrote two movies. I mean, man, someone call Hollywood because I'm a. We're just spitting out great ideas over here. Just spitballing here. This makes me sad because it landed right next to the pond. <laughs> could have had a pet baby shark. Yeah, but it's probably freshwater pond and oh, yeah. saltwater yeah, I mean, fish doesn't you, work. You didn't have the saltwater ponds where in Wisconsin. Where that's, you're a, from. that's a myth. Ducks can live in saltwater ponds. It's a myth that fish can't live in any kind of water. It is? <laughs> no. You mean fish? You can throw fish in any kind of water. Yeah. Not it's a, a pool. It's a fish. It doesn't even have blood. It just. It's just moving like scales and like uh, its essence. The it, then why would anyone have a saltwater tank? They're like ten thousand dollars. They are really expensive. Cause they're idiots. <laughs> it's like they bought into the myth of the internet. Mm-hmm. Like they find sharks. <laughs> they buy. They find sharks all the time in rivers. Swimming household swimming pools. Um, this yeah. was that's only in the movie Sharknado and various other sci-fi movies. <laughs> okay, you get your news where you want. Now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next news start. Mark Zuckerberg: The future of Facebook is telepathy. Mark Zuckerberg just dropped a big clue about Facebook's future. The social network's founder and CEO believes that one day we'll be able to share our thoughts directly, brain to brain, using technology. You'll just be able to think of something, and your friends will immediately be able to experience it, too, if you'd like, Zuckerberg said. This would be the ultimate communication technology. He made his comments during a public Q&A session on his Facebook page on Tuesday afternoon. The response was addressed to a user who asked about Facebook's long-term plans. In the past decade, the company has expanded the way users communicate on the platform. First, there were plain profile pages. Next came comments, Boring. and then the wall, likes, groups, and newsfeed. Over the last year, Facebook has moved away from mass sharing and focused on personal messaging. It broke Messenger out as its, sep- as its own separate app for the web and mobile. It even bought an entire messaging platform, WhatsApp, for $22 billion. With its Oculus acquisition, Facebook gave us a hint of what it wants to do with virtual reality to make users feel like they're right next to their friends, seeing and experiencing everything in real time. Telepathy is just another step towards more personal connections with the removal of some of the hardware, and it's not just a far-fetched idea. Were you hoping... If you'd like to... Get what? He said, you could share your thoughts with your friends, if you'd like to. <laughs> don't look maybe you're having some thoughts you don't want to share with your friends you want to give them away from your friends isn't that what talking's for <laughs> i just can't wait till new kinds of pranks come up Ooh. yeah when we have telepathy you could prank your friend real hard oh yeah Man. like like you know, just like you could go have sex with his mom and then send the message oh, oh. wow that's much prank better. Than what I was thinking, I was like, "You just put like an elephant in his living room." Like, just kidding! I just, I just put, I imagined that there. It's not how telepathy works, is it? No. Oh wait. You you could put an elephant in your room. I'm a psychic, so I know a lot about (laughs) um, (laughs) telepathy. And let me tell you, if you want to put an elephant in someone's room, it's real easy. Real (laughs) easy. So that was just basically an article based off of one short comment that was also like PR and a history of Facebook. 
Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. Um, it is in a like a sort of like reputable news source, though. I think it wasn't in like some. It wasn't like one of these rando sites I normally read. It was like <laughs> something that I was like, oh, this is in money.cnn.com. Fucking so CNN. CNN. Oh, there's a dot before CNN. Well, money.cnn.com really. They MCN. they really support the telepathic community. Here's my question. I'm friends with a lot of um, people from my high school on Facebook for some reason. So like, does that mean I'm going to like log on and I'm going to be like, oh, I do get to watch this person track their weight loss in real time. I do get to see all of their kids go to the East, go to Easter Sunday church in real time. Like, how am I going to... I got to filter that shit. There's oh, has yeah. to be a filter. Because this seems... I don't want to watch your child get christened in real time. Doesn't that seem kind of horrible? Well, I'm sure you get to yeah. pick what you want to see. Do you? Yeah. You, do you swipe through it? Yeah, do you swipe? You're like, oh, God, not a christening. Yeah. It's kind of like Google glassing through it. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. blink twice. Is that how Google glass, Google glass works? You blink? I, I think so. I think there's like blinking and, and hard looking. They like discontinued it because everyone thought it was dorky. Uh, Nobody just, wears them anymore. <clears throat> Look, real talk. I just thought it was an invasion of my privacy. Yeah. When someone would be wearing them and looking at me, I would like just not speak. I would just refuse to talk because yeah. I did not want them recording anything. How I had many to people say. did you encounter like who were wearing? A couple. <laughs> a couple. Like maybe two. Like where in a public bathroom? No, like one guy was wearing one at a party. <laughs> a sex party? Yeah, it was a sex party. So that made it even more awkward because, like, I don't know. What are you periscoping this right now? Yeah. Is this periscope is it compatible with Google Glass? We've yeah. reached the future now when you're asking questions that, like, literally someone 10 years ago couldn't follow this conversation. Where did you meet him? Synchronicity. Um, I met him at a party. It was, like, his party. So Whose party wear them. was it? It was a party he threw so that people could see him using Google Glass. Pretty much. No, he made a lot of good food. But um, but I think, <laughs> but he was the only person there in Google Glass, and it's his party, so you can't be like, hey, you gotta go. Yeah. Whose party was it? I'm not gonna tell you what his name was right now. Okay. But I'll <laughs> tell you later. It was Bill Gates, guys. <laughs> it was Bill Gates. We were at his party. So sad. And he loves Google Glass. That's the thing about Bill Gates. You don't know. He did. But he had to cancel it. He died. No. Boy, this was... Bill Gates? Bill He's Gates is dead. alive. No. He's completely alive. Definitely alive. Guys, he had an accident in his trampoline room. <laughs> <laughs> he broke his, he broke his neck. Velcro and you jump and hit the wall? <laughs> yeah. He, he, no, he had a whole room built in his house. It's about double the size of this room, mm-hmm. and it was just a, with a trampoline floor. Yeah, and I remember this. From the also, floor was from trampoline? Other, from under yeah. 90s urban myths. I remember this. Was it one big trampoline or several no. trampolines? Oh, I think one big one. <laughs> just and you one, go, you and think it was like a rompus room where somebody put a, like a bunch of like individual exercise trampolines well, so that they could jump through? There are those there are those places you could go with trampolines, and there's multiple trampolines, but yeah. like all my friends who ever go there, they oh, usually like, break like an ankle. Because they like land on the in between trampolines. Is this the trampoline place? It's somewhere in the Deep Valley. Yeah, I've never been there. It sounds horrible. To People me. injure themselves a lot. I'm just, really I am going to say that. Well, that's what happened to him. <laughs> he injured himself the worst. You heard it here first, folks. Bill Gates is dead. Oh my god, it's so sad. Yeah, we should have him on. The ghost, at least. Yeah, yeah. we should have Bill Gates, the ghost, to come on. Maybe a lot of unfinished business. Yeah, I get. Oh, I'm sure he's. I mean, he didn't get to make Google Glass what he wanted it to be. He was really into it. Mm-hmm. Really into it. Well, Sid, thanks for coming by. Thanks, really guys. appreciate it. Thank thanks. you for bringing in the news stories. Anytime. Thanks, Sid. Um, so, Brad, um, you're not here to talk about Bill Gates' untimely death. 
you're here to talk about other thi- other things that also have to do with death. What what's what's going on in your life right now? Well, um, I it, it's not it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal, but it does weigh on me uh, every day of we my still, life. Oh, okay, we still want to hear it, even though it's not, yeah, it's not it, like affecting everyone in the world. No, people in Somalia don't care. No, but it does. It's affecting me, and and it's it's a it's a real problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm ever since seeing The Sixth Sense, that movie, mm-hmm. uh, the M Night Shyamalan movie. It, I'm, I'm when it came out like ninety. When it came in, yeah, when it came out in like ninety uh, ninety nine. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, ever since seeing it when it came out in theaters, uh, I'm pretty sure that I'm dead. Mm-hmm. That I'm that I'm a ghost. Like, you really related to the movie on, like... Yeah, I mean, people talk about, you know, movies changing their life, and I think that movie changed my life into death because I realized that I was, I was dead. Hmm. So I am dead. Right, so some people... Like they go see Forrest Gump and they're like, that really changed my life. Mm-hmm. Or some people were like, Wolf of Wall Street really made me change my path, you know, or think about my life or things along those lines. But you saw The Sixth Sense and you were like, changed my life in that I think I no longer have one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just everything made more sense to me. Everything that mm-hmm. that uh, the Bruce Willis character was going through, mm-hmm. uh, it fl- it floored me. Not so much the small child. No, the small child, you know, I thought he was, like most children, yeah. uh, annoying and, and uh, you know, a, a distraction yeah, from, sure. you know, the the Bruce Willis story. Sure, yeah. Uh, and then the end happens, and then I thought about all the things that have happened in my life and how I'm wear- I wear the same clothes every day. Oh, you do? You know? You're always wearing the same. I pants. wear the same clothes, these same salmon burnt pink pants. Mm-hmm. Um. I can't, I have bad short-term memory. Oh. Uh, and, yeah, the last time I remember being alive, just it, it plays over and over in my head, and, and I don't, I'm not, I don't talk to any of those people anymore mm-hmm. from the 90s, mm-hmm. and um, and they, I, people ask me to, to help them with things sometimes. Oh, yeah. Like, That's uh, the worst part. Like uh, like like kind of like paranormal type things. Not like, hey, will you reach this cup at the top shelf? Mo- like, well, mostly that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. Like the ghosts in the movie. Yeah. Because they're always asking for help. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's like, uh, hey, uh, take take the, the dishes out of the dishwasher. Stuff like that. Yeah, and it's like, sure. I'm yeah. a ghost. Sounds, sounds ghosty. Could you summarize that movie for me? Because I've never seen it. <laughs> well, sure. Because uh, I live it. Um, Bruce Willis is a is a guy, uh, and I think he's a I think he's a detective. Something he's a something like that. Maybe and he's a psychiatrist. I, I a, Might he's be a psychiatrist. He is a psychiatrist. A no. uh-huh. That's what he is. He's a psychiatrist, uh-huh. and uh, he's helping out troubled youths, uh-huh. like he was a troubled uh-huh. youth. And then um, he has a wife, and then he helps out a kid who sees ghosts. Mm-hmm. And at the end, he finds out that uh, he's one of the ghosts that the kids see. The kids sees. Maybe yeah. you'll remember, remember this line: "I see dead people." No, that doesn't strike a bell. No, no bells. All right. Well. And Bruce Willis in the movie, he's invincible, right? Different movie. That's a different movie. He's I mean, really... he, he technically is. I guess he is a ghost. So yeah, ghosts are somewhat invincible. Also he, invisible. He died in a yeah. train crash most of the time. Nope, that's a different movie. No, that's Still a yeah. Movie. Yeah. The plants are causing a lot of problems. No, that's uh, 
Still a different movie. That's a different. But it is M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, they're all, they all could technically happen in the same world. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Like one is like Mr. Glass, and he can all, he's always broken. And then one is just about Mr. A guy. Mr. Air. Yeah. The thing I found unconvincing about Mr. Glass and uh, Sixth Sense was <laughs> it, you can't get that guy. That's a strong man. Who plays him? Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson is not convincing as a weakling. Oh, you think, you know, maybe he took it to kind of step out of his, you know, maybe he's always typecast as being too strong, and he's like, I'm going to show that I can play weakness, weakness as yeah. a strength. Yeah, I feel like you you can kind of put somebody in a wheelchair and you believe that they what, don't have a lot of... What are you trying to say right now, Brad? Well, that his... That le- people in wheelchairs are weak? <laughs> is that what you're trying well, to say? Well, they can't, th- at least his legs doesn't, don't work correctly, but feel. his arms... Are probably really strong. Mm. Oh right. So maybe Mister. I'm not saying that, I'm strong. not saying that their souls are strong. <laughs> so how did the guy in the wheelchair get out of the village? No, no, that's he also did, a different. He didn't. Different the, one. The girl he had to go all the way through the woods. That was the part I found unconvincing. Then he had to go through the woods. Yeah. But if you go in the woods, the things kill you. That's also a different movie. Just so you know, that's a different movie. And it has uh, Bryce Dallas Howard in it. Yeah. She runs through the woods just like she runs through the woods in Jurassic World. You think all of those things happened in one movie? Yes, it was uh, Jurassic World 2. It's <laughs> coming out soon. It's going to be a really long movie. It's going to be a hit. It's going to re-edit all of M. Night Shyamalan's movies together with dinosaurs. <laughs> man, I hear a holly. Ring, ring. <laughs> oh, ring, ring. Hello, this is Hollywood. Yeah, the only landline in this room <laughs> is from... The mayor of Hollywood. It is, and it's a red phone. And it only rings when someone comes up with a really brilliant idea for a mayor. screenplay. And it sounds like... That's how they make movies, is that the mayor of Hollywood is just... He's listening in. He has Google Glass in every room. So he's just <laughs> listening into all conversations. He's like, you know what? That's the one. That's going to be the next big hit. Someone get Chris Pratt on the phone. Did you guys vote in the Hollywood elections this oh. year? You know, I did. The municipality yeah. of Hollywood is just really falling apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I voted for, for Bruce Willis. Okay. Yeah, He's Bruce... kind of a right-wing conservative. I feel like you know that's a good for Hollywood to have a right-wing conservative to be the mayor you of Hollywood. He's a, he's a right-wing conservative? I think so. Maybe. John McClane would, would be. Yeah. I'm I've, I'm thinking about running for um, Alderman of Hollywood. Oh, yeah, Alderman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. I feel like I could really do a lot of help. Yeah. To I'm not totally sure what those people do. Could you, could you explain it to me? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, well, we don't have time okay. for that. Okay. Well, anyway, um, back to the um, uh, to the to the sixth sense. Yeah. Would you have an idea of what that's that's about now? Many ideas. Okay. Um, you think you may be dead. That's I'm the pretty key. sure. The key yeah. is you saw this movie and you said that's my life, death. I think. Yeah. I just. I'm pretty sure I'm dead. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, we have a lot of calls. A lot of people wanting to call in and talk to you about this oh. um, because we do need to figure this out because. If you're alive, you should be doing a few things, like for example, eating, breathing. You know, some really basic things that you need to be doing if you are alive. If you're dead, uh-huh. you should probably be finding out what it is you need to do to move on to your next life. Yeah, one test people can do at home is, this is a good test. Cup your hand in front of your mouth. Mm-hmm. See if you can smell your breath. Can you, Brad? Can you? Nothing. Okay, that's no a, breath. That's a fifty-fifty. Yeah, you could be alive or could be dead. It's not a great test. Not I great haven't, test. I haven't eaten anything today. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure. Pretty so sure. that could be part well, you of it. You have or, a bad short-term memory, so we don't know. Yeah, uh, and I also maybe I'm maybe I haven't eaten because I don't eat. 
Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's a good question. I don't it's, know. It's, it is. It is such a conundrum. And you know, there's a probably this is a good show because there's probably a lot of a lot of people who are who are listening going like, maybe I'm dead. Maybe I'm dead. I saw The Sixth Sense. Right. I, you know, I've seen movies where people die, and they they could think that might be them. I'm just, I mean, I'm trying to help myself first, mm. for sure, but yeah. other people like me, yeah. too. I, yeah, people- Who listen to podcasts. It's, you know, it's very, it's very good of you to be on the show. So can we get a caller? Can we get a caller on the line? Hello, caller. Uh, hello, Mystic, Mystic Party. That's hi, us. Caller. Yeah. Hi, it's Steve from Brooklyn. Oh, hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. I'm a long-time, uh, long-time fan of the show. I wonder what happened to your great theme song, though. You had that great theme song before. Oh, the the one that we played mid-show, kind yeah, of to like it, get a, a little bit. Uh-huh, come on, come on to the Mystic Party. Dancing. Turns out um, we didn't have the rights to that. Oh, I thought you guys wrote that song. We did not write it. Um, it is by a German, uh, German electronic band. You're not a German electronic band. No, did you call the wrong show? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I was listening to you guys talk about the dead people. Okay, so that's us. That okay, is us. Right, that is us. Right. You're the mystic part. Yeah, the we're the mystic party, party, but not the German electronic band. Okay. Mystic pizza party? Yeah, there's, I told there there's there's pizza. Um, you know, well, let me ask you, does pizza sound interesting to you or does it not sound interesting to you, Brad? It looks good, Okay. but uh, but uh, I'm not hungry right, right now. Right, okay, all right. So I don't, I don't want it. All right. Well, in the sixth sense. Mark Wahlberg lost 43 pounds for the role. <laughs> Have you lost 43 pounds? If so, I think it's probably pretty good evidence that you're dead. I'm the same size I was in 1999. Wow. I know. You've been wearing those pants since 1999. Yeah. Hmm. That is... Commitment. Getting close to 20, 20 years. Because <laughs> that's a I while know. ago. That was like 16 years ago. But those kind of pants have come back. Yeah. So you went through well, a phase where you were like really in style, and then you were like not in style. Yeah, yeah. and then you're back in style. Yeah, but I but it's hard to tell because I don't I don't have a lot of friends sure. who are like telling me, "Hey, that's not in style anymore." Because that's what you mm. you lean on your friends for. Yes, yeah, true. They look at you and they go, "Hey, Ugh. get they, they the f out of you here." Can, you can read it in their eyes. They, you look horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But salmon burnt pink is back. For it sure. Is for, certainly. I am pants not color. Hmm. For real. So your weight is stable. Yes. Weight is stable. Weight is very stable. Caller, does that help your I answer think your that question? He's probably not dead then. I guess. Not he's dead because fine. he's uh he's stayed the same weight. Yes. Correct. And you Quick think that Mark point, right. point of clarification. Who is Mark Wahlberg in the movie? Uh he's the one who lost forty three pounds. Uh huh. He's also got he was also had childhood apparition problems. And he was also, yeah, having trouble with the plants. Correct. He oh. was. He was. He helped John McClane get out of the building, uh, the Towering mm-hmm. Inferno. I'm uh-huh. pretty sure that's what happened. <laughs> okay. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, I think you may be talking about a different movie again. The Towering Inferno. I think so. Yeah, I think it's a different movie. Steve I'm pretty McClane. sure you're nope. thinking about a different. What ball. you're talking about is not. I've got a follow up question though. Okay. If 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 you're dead, how did you die? Do you remember maybe dying? That would be well, a. This is because there usually is a scary on. moment for ghosts. They right. usually go, "No, I'm not dead," and they go, oh, "I never woke up from that fire or yeah. whatever." It wasn't a fire. No, uh, I'm pretty sure it wasn't anything super dramatic. I definitely remember the week before I saw the Sixth Sense. Uh-huh. Had some really uh, bad hummus. Oh, mm. gross! Hummus was not was that it? popular in '99. You were way ahead. It of was the curve. homemade. Oh. oh. And it was I, and I got sick, mm-hmm. and I went to bed, yeah. And I woke up the next morning, but but maybe you didn't. Wake but up. in the same, I was in the same clothes as, as what what I wore to bed. 
you you slept in your pant your pink pants. I did. Interesting. And did you make a pie crust uh, to make a uh, chickpea pie? Mm-hmm. Oh, because if you put if you put hummus <laughs> in crust, then it's a then it's a a chickpea pie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, that was that was my mom's uh, homemade special. It's a it's a Wisconsin treasure. Okay. It's just a pie crust filled to the brim with hummus. <laughs> yeah. Right up to the top. Right up to the top. Stick it right in the oven. Bake it up. Crust on top too, but oh, yeah. Yum. Yeah, it's really it's uh, it's Greek. Have it with an ice cream. It's kind of a northern version of a chess pie. Chess pie. Chest. Chess. What's that? It's a. Uh, it's like a custard. Oh, okay, like a custard pie, but this one's with hummus. Yeah. Delicious, delicious hummus. Yeah. It's well, it's it's hummus and chips all in one bite. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Pretty like, much. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. But like a sweet pie crust instead of a chip. Right, right, right. So and you put whipped cream on it. Mm, yum. <laughs> so you <laughs> think so that good. that hummus pie might have killed you? I mean, I really think so. Yeah, it was. It was just not. It, I I wasn't feeling good after that. Uh, and then yeah, and I went I to bed. I can imagine why. I could see if you ate a hummus pie. I the would whole feel thing. real bad. I ate the whole thing. I mean, it was my favorite food. I, was, is it not thing. your you favorite food? Pie. Is that is is hummus is chickpea pie not your favorite? It's you know it's up there. I I mean I've never heard of it, but and right now I assume it's like right up at the top. It's probably one <laughs> right of my now, favorite food, foods. Whenever you hear of a new food, do you often rank it immediately? I do. I often think like, oh, sashimi. Never had it. Probably number one. Probably, probably number one. Mm. Um, you if know. you could put it in a pie. It's delicious. Yeah. You just stack that fish right on top of each other. One, two, three, four. About four to the top. Put a crust. Throw it right in the oven. Comes out later. No longer sashimi. Now it's a cooked fish pie. You know that that's how they uh, measure the the size of pies is by how many fish you can stack. <laughs> so it's either a four fish stack pie or a three fish stack pie. Uh, that's that's the way they do it. I mean, mm. I don't. I'm not a chef. This is but that's such what a I've delicious heard. conversation. I don't want to condemn everyone in this room to being disgusting, but you're all disgusting. <laughs> well, caller, did we answer your question? Oh, sure, definitely. <laughs> I feel like we definitely answered the question. Thank you for calling. We know that you did have a, a disturbing experience. It was it was really bad. Mm-hmm. Very upset stomach and and I felt gross and sick. Yeah, maybe it's, took a little Pepto or something. I didn't take Pepto. Ugh. I think that might have saved my life oh. if oh. I would have taken Pepto. You could have. So, all right. Common common knowledge in Los Angeles is more people get food poisoning here than any other city in the world. Why is that? I don't know, but I just I just know that it happens more than anywhere else. Hmm. Just from personal experience. Oh, that's just based on stri- strictly. You, you're saying strictly. you've gotten more. I had never been food poisoned before I moved here. And then. And then I was a couple times. Oh wow! So it's like a two to zero ratio. If you're living anywhere else in the world, there's zero percent chance you're gonna <laughs> yeah. get food poisoning. You go to Los Angeles, twice as much. Yeah, if you go to Jack in the Box every day, <laughs> three times a day. Yeah. Here. Mm-hmm. It's Probably not. Gonna it's it. not gonna sit well. No. No. Did you eat Jack in the Box in the '90s? Because they did have a thing that killed people. Remember, they got everybody got E. coli and died. No. Like three people died from Jack in the Box in the '90s. Was it? Was it the tacos? I don't remember. Because you can see through the crust or the, uh, the, the shell. You know it's a delicious pie? Jack-in-the-box taco pie? Jack-in-the-box taco, Jack pie? taco pie. You just take a taco, you three tacos right mm. on top, put it inside a crust, mm. close it up, 
So How many fish oven. tall is that? It's about it's about three or four fish tall. Tacos and fish are about the same. Okay. The ones from Jack in the Box. Right. They're real slender. Yeah. Real slender little tacos. Oven mm. three fifty for thirty minutes. Ooh. Just so good. Don't yeah. put tomatoes in there though. That'll be weird. Tomatoes and tacos. Not 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 your in thing. In a pot, taco pie. Oh okay. Yeah. You can put them on top maybe. Yeah and you yeah with a little yeah. whipped cream delicious. So are you dead or not? But wait we have we we're gonna take another call. People are really interested in this subject and I think we need to uh, take at least another call. Um, can we get line two please? Caller. Uh, line Hello? two. Haley Joel Osmond. Haley Joel Osmond. This is my favorite podcast. Oh. I heard this problem. I was like, you gotta help, man. You've been missing this ever since the movie. Okay, wait. Let's just clarify. You were in The Sixth Sense, yeah, right? I was a kid. You By were the, the way, kid. A lot. That's my story, not Bruce Willis's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. It's kind of his. I mean, his. He's the one who wraps the story up and the big reveal. And oh, really? Does he wrap it up, or do I tell him he's dead? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're you're in charge, and and I I'm just happy. That I'm talking to you right now. I mean, this is this is what I needed out of this podcast. <laughs> oh, this you really flipped position. You there. do tell him he's dead, right? Oh yeah, in the um, movie. I make that movie happen. Yeah, you made it. You made it happen. You you were his problem child. He was really focused on you, and then you told him at the end, "Hey, guess what? You're dead. Man. You're a dead person." So Haley Joe, while I have you on the line, I wanted to ask you, what is with that girl in the swimming pool? The one who. No, that's a different movie. That's a different movie again. That's is uh, she a girl or a lady? Yeah, she's a lady of the water. <laughs> a lady of the water. She's in the water. Anybody see that one? I didn't catch that one, but I am familiar with what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know a little bit. There's some dogs. Complex. Is it also uh, M. Night Shyamalan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only other good movie he did, other than mine, was Signs. That's true. I didn't get Zane to that. Right. I didn't get to that one yet. <laughs> <laughs> Cups um, of water. What do you like about signs? What, what, how does that yeah, relate? Joel. How does that relate to important. your life? Well, he wrote that movie for me. I was supposed to be the kid that puts the water glasses everywhere, but uh, I was too old by the time that movie came out. Oh, oh that's how, so sad. How old were you? Like ten. Yeah. Yeah, you weren't like cute little adorable six-year-old anymore. You got nominated for an Academy Award for Sixth Sense, didn't you? I did. Congratulations on that. Thank Congrats, you. yeah. Is is signs is that based on you? Would you leave like glasses of water out on set? Oh, I'm a very thirsty person. Mm-hmm. I can I, see but that. I only take sips of water because I have a delicate bladder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you do try to you don't want it to be full, the bladder. Oh, I'm revealing so much. A right delicate now. bladder. I just called to help. <laughs> <laughs> I just called to help. I don't want to get into Okay, sorry. Okay, yeah. Sorry, we don't want to pry into your delicate bladder no. problems. What? So what? How are you helping? Well, I just want to say, if someone poisoned that hummus, I could, like, show a DVD of it, you know? Like I do in the movie for Misha Barton when she's throwing up and her stepmom poisons her. Oh, sure, yes, that did happen in the movie. Yeah. Where Misha Barton, is that Misha Barton? Yeah. She is the girl who's throwing up and then there's a DVD of the mom poisoning her. Yeah, well, at that time it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So you're thinking there might be a VHS yeah. of someone poisoning you. You, you're. Do you know that there is one, or, or are you saying we could we could figure it out? Man. Wait, Haley I mean, Joel. I... Haley Joel. Let me. Ask, here's the thing. This is a little disappointing of a call because I was hoping you would call in and say whether or not he's dead, considering oh. yeah, you knew that about Bruce Willis. I'm right. Trying to avenge you. Obviously, you're dead. <laughs> I thought that was clear. But she has to wait. Is Haley Joel a man or a woman? I'm a man. Come on. <laughs> okay. Come on, man. Sorry, sir. But the yeah. So 
to in order to avenge you though, he's got to prove to you that you're dead so that you'll go along because you don't say for example, you come to me and you're like, "I'm going to avenge your death by killing this guy." Mm-hmm. I'd be like, "But I'm not dead." I'm not comfortable with you killing someone sure. in the name of murdering me right. without confirming my death I first. See what you're I was going to be okay with it. Okay. Oh, you were going to be okay confer- with, her, with yeah. him just saying, You're a dead person. You're dead and I'm going to avenge you. Yeah, that's good enough for me. Now, hey, Angel, is- are you willing to avenge uh, Brad's death? Is that what you're calling about? I don't, I don't kill people. You don't kill people. I just make it known if there was foul play. So you, you go and find the VHS. Yeah. That's like your entire. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, you would have to go back to. Brad's hometown in 1999. Franklin, Wisconsin. And find out who made that damn hummus. Who was it, Brad? It was his mom. It actually usually was my mom. (gasps) But uh, that that chickpea pie, Uh uh, this time around, was made by uh, a traveling pie salesman. Mm. Uh, Dangerous. Yeah, named Giuseppe. Giuseppe's chickpea pies. Oh. He's, a, he's an Italian. Always blaming the Italians. An Italian chickpea pie maker. He might just have that name. No. No, he's Italian. No, he's definitely Italian. Italians have you no can feel that? Making hummus, and that's why you die. <laughs> they do have no business making hummus. <laughs> oh now, if it had God, been a yes. spaghetti pie, it would have been amazing. Spag- oh, yeah. But not. I'd love to get your mom on the line. Could we get her, <laughs> on, could we get her on the line? Could we get her on the line? Absolutely. Can we give her a call? Yeah. Go type in your number. Yeah, yeah. I'm typing in now. Her name's, her name's Mary Pat. Bye, Haley Joel. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for calling. I think uh, because while you were, I think maybe the pie sales person was a diversion. I think oh. your mom set that up. It sounds so fake. Does the idea of an Italian? Sound... I was young. I, I, I was. I could. I could have been fooled. Yeah. I think your mom did it. Um, hello, Pat. Do we have Pat on the line now? Pat, oh, Brad's mom? Mary Pat, hello, yes. Hello, it's Mary, Mary From Wisconsin. Mary Pat, I'm sorry. It's Mary Pat. I'm sorry. From Wisconsin? Yes, from Wisconsin. How are you, Mary Pat? Um, we have Brad here. We're with the Mystic Party. We're the world's premier crypto psychology show. Oh, hi, Brad. I miss you. Oh, Mom. <laughs> Not on the podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But... Hi, Mom, though. I now, you too. Mary Pat, I wish this was um, a friendly call. But oh, no. we're calling to accuse you of murder. <gasps> what? You murdered your son, didn't you? No, I did not. In 1999? Think back. Think back 17 years, 16 years. Did you murder him then? Oh, my God. <laughs> you <did laughs> you forgot about it? <laughs> it wasn't my fault. What? Uh, Who is Giuseppe? Mom? And where did this chickpea pie, pie come from? Giuseppe, your real father. Oh. <gasps> That's why he was selling pies every day, yeah. almost, at the house. And traveling. Oh I never wanted this to come out. It's out now, Mary Pat. Tell us the Mom. story. Now, did did who wanted Brad dead? Was it you or Giuseppe? Nobody wanted Brad dead. I just loved those pies, and I left one out a little bit too long. And I said, that'll ah, be fine. It was made by his own father, and I let you eat it, even though it had gone bad. And then, did you know that I was dead when you took me to the Sixth Sense? <laughs> yes, I've known you were dead. That's why I said I miss you. Oh, God. That's the most heartbreaking part. Were you trying to tell him something when you took him to the Sixth Sense? Because he thinks that you were, he, he was, someone was trying to make it known. You well, know? the little boy couldn't figure it out. So yeah. I said, maybe this movie will help him. 
but then you just disappeared. I'm so sorry, Brad. I killed you. You just yeah. so you just you just you left the pie out. That's it, and you, you didn't care. I cared, but I just thought I had to feed him. Here's this old pie. Why didn't you tell me that I was dead? <laughs> I don't know. I thought it'd be more fun if you figured it out. A man's journey. <laughs> well, Mary Pat, I'm going to tell you one thing. You need to watch out on the streets for Haley Joel Osment because I think he's coming after you to avenge Brad's death. What? And not only that, but if you ever have another child, please don't dress him in pink pants. Yeah, that is the second most important thing you should they take away from all this. popular at the time. I didn't know we'd be in them forever. I'm stuck in these. Forever. TJ Maxx. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry, Brad. And for what it's worth, Giuseppe's a good guy, and I think you'd like him. Do well, I, I don't I don't eat anymore, so I, I can't enjoy his applesauce and chickpea pies. I just meant if you wanted to get to know him as your real father. You could put him in touch? Yes, he's still alive. Oh, where is he? Well this sounds like and this might be this might yeah. be the solution to yeah. you moving I mean, on to a new, I guess new the, world. Yeah, the unfinished This is your unfinished business. Business. I thought it was um I've been writing a screenplay. I just can't finish it. No. I thought that was what it was. No, that's very Los Angeles okay. unfinished business. No, what is the screenplay? Is it combined? Well, it's about yeah, it's in, about in a, Shyamalan movies. Yeah, yeah, it's it's about a guy uh, who. Well, it's kind of it's 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 got a twist ending, but mm-hmm. it's 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 about a guy who knows he's a ghost or thinks he's a ghost, but then uh, aliens come, mm-hmm. and then there's a, a a gal in a lake, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, Plants being after him. Yeah, you're not going to finish this screenplay. That's not going to be your unfinished business. I'm just yeah. going to let you know right now you're not going to finish it. There's a there's a airbender in it. Oh, wait a second. Um, we're getting a call from the mayor of Hollywood. Can we get the mayor of Hollywood on the line? Wait, what? The mayor of Hollywood just heard about your script. Can we get the mayor of Hollywood? Hello, mayor, mayor oh, of Hollywood. Hey, hey, I heard that script and I love it. I'm sold. <laughs> You're sold, Mayor? Mayor, you're sold oh, on Brad's script? I want it. I'll finish it myself if I have to. <laughs> I gotta have that script. I hear he's a great writer and he can really finish great scripts. Make some great scripts. It's got a lot of air bending in it. Oh, there's nothing like a little bending of the air in scripts, I say. I need it. Mayor. <laughs> wow. And, and do you think that I could be an alderman? Oh, for sure. Just just give me a, a time you're free and we'll have a meeting. Wow, Brad, this sounds like it may be your unfinished business. I see you fading oh away God. already. Yeah, but I have so much aldermaning to no, do. No, no, it was the script. No. That was it. <laughs> Sorry, the alderman. That's a pipe dream. Don't, mm. don't get too excited about that. Uh, well, his uh, services will be held at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Mm-hmm. And uh, God, he totally disappeared. Yeah, bye, Brad. Bye, bye, Brad. What will Can you, you be screening at the cemetery? No. Just your, just your movie. It's gonna be. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, go. See you, see you, though. See you on the other side. Oh, oh, oh no, okay. See you on the other side. You All gotta right, go thanks now. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Yeah, gotta, gotta go. This was great. Well, thanks for listening to the Mystic Party, everyone. Yeah. I feel like we really solved that one. Uh, yeah. Um, really solved it. Brad's ghost, uh, Brad's, Brad's ethereal spirit, if you're still here, can you, uh, can you let us know, like, where people can find you on social media? <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, thanks for bringing me back just for just the for last just, bit. Yeah, we just like plugs. Um, so I did a podcast when I was a ghost mm-hmm. uh, called Explain Things to Me. Mm-hmm. That's probably going to keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I do a web series called uh, Drunk Driving with Brad Gage, where I pick up drunk comedians and drive oh, them home. What a relief. I'm not drunk. Yeah. Because uh, I can't drink because I'm a ghost. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, those are those are my two 
projects. Right. Drunk That's driving. Great. Okay, go back. Go back to your. You solved. You have your finish. Go back go to hell. Life. It's finished. Go your back to hell. Is finished here. Um. Well, thanks for listening to the Mystic Party. You can like and subscribe. Write nice things about us. Um. It really super helps us out when you write reviews that are nice. Um. Go like us on Facebook. We put up the news stories and people talk about them, and it's super fun. And um, listen to more Feral Audio shows. I've been really into Doughboys since someone told me about it last week. They do a wonderful review of um, TGI Fridays that I very much enjoyed. Mm, I love it. It's very, it's a very entertaining podcast. Um, I'm really hoping they have me on because I want to do one of Olive Garden. I know a lot about Olive Garden, and I could really give some people some inside tips. Kiki showed me a video of two Italian grandmothers eating at Olive Garden because you know Kiki's Sicilian. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them picked up one of the breadsticks and said, it's like a skinny dick. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Mystic Party. Feral Audio. Hi, guys. Do you like drinking wine but feel like you know nothing about it? Do you like to complain and then soothe your woes with wine? Because if you do, we have a solution for you. Hi, I'm Sean Buckholtz. I'm Ellen Clifford. And we host The Wine Situation. That's wine with an H. Every week, a funny person wines to us, and we get them smashed up, drunk, booze, liquored. Yeah, it's kind of like Drunk History meets Wine for the Dummies book. Right, we give them a wine education. Yeah, it's like a boozy study hall. Right, so for instance, Brian Sophie, he had problems with people who hated Real Housewives. So we paired that with a Finger Lakes, or is it Fingering Lakes, rosé. Yeah, and Charlie Sanders and Camille Knox wanted to whine about people who whine on L.A., so we brought them a wine made in downtown Los Angeles. You'll see how it works. So if you want to laugh and learn about wine, check us out, boardwalkaudio.com slash the wine situation. Always wine with an H. And anywhere you get your podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Outer Space, all over. So uh, pour a glass and tune in, guys. Cheers. I just drink wine. 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 I can't believe how cold it is. It's so cold. Are you fucking here. serious? Don't you think you're so cold? 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 As a branch of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.